Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker, and we're going to head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and visit with a very accomplished guest, a noted baseball executive, former GM of the Dodgers, a scout for the San Jose Sharks. He's a best-selling author. He's a three-time Emmy Award winner for Sportsnet LA doing the Dodgers pre- and post-game, and he's also a uh, multiple, I believe, six-time champion of the Noel Picard No-Check Hockey League. His name is Ned Coletti. Good morning, sir. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good, Randy. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. So of all of those things, what are you most proud of? Well, the last one, obviously. <laughs> that might be the toughest of the whole group. <laughs> so uh, Cardinals and Dodgers, and you have, uh, and you wrote it in your book, and we've talked about it. The Cardinals have provided Ned Coletti a lot of heartbreak over the over the years. What's the worst one? Oh, goodness. Probably... Uh... Probably 2013 in the uh, NLCS game, uh, especially game. Well, all all of the losses, they were all painful. Extra inning loss, one to nothing loss. Clayton getting getting um, giving up a bunch of runs in game six in the finale. Uh, yeah, you you can pick pick one of those losses that any of them would qualify. And Ned, it just kind of feels like this is another chapter in the Cardinals postseason, making another team's life miserable. To think that the Dodgers could win 106 games and now they have to play a one-game playoff game versus the Cardinals, who have just teared off a a 17-game win streak. It just feels like, of course, it's the Cardinals in this situation. Well, easy for you to say. <laughs> you know, I, uh, it, it can happen. Certainly, anything can happen. You got you come out of the gate, you win 106, and right away you got an elimination game looking at you. So uh, that's the rule. Uh, everybody knew it going into the season, and everybody had 162 games to win a division or win 106 and finish a game back. So that's uh, that's what's happened. So we'll see how this one goes. Scherzer against Wainwright. And we've talked a, a couple of times this morning, Ned, about Max Scherzer's last two regular season starts. What was going on there? Well, I think that he mentioned his mechanics were not quite right. Um, anybody's mechanics can can fall out of alignment, so to speak, um, on any given given start or inning or pitch. And uh, he he says that he's done a few bullpens since he was prepared to pitch a game 163 that would have been held uh, on Monday had the Dodgers and Giants tied. So he's had a couple bullpen sessions since his last game. And uh, thinks he's got it squared away, so uh, it should be it should be very interesting. Forty year old, thirty seven year old, and two guys that really know how to pitch. Ned, how impacted do you think this Dodgers lineup will be by the loss of Max Muncie? 
Uh, a lot. Uh, for, well, the good news is, I guess, if the Dodgers, you're looking at the Dodgers, they do have a very deep club and a lot of talent at every position. But anytime you take out somebody that hits in a million lineup, somebody that the, the hotter the, the lights get, the bigger the game, uh, the more the more his strike zone tightens up and the more power he seems to have. Uh, hit a great walk-off home run World Series game a few years ago against Boston. He's gotten a lot of key hits. He was a guy like Max. I mean, it's, it's like losing one of the Cardinals, middle three of their lineup. And I think that's that's something the Dodgers will have to overcome. Uh, we've got uh, you know a, a choice there and somebody you're all familiar with with Albert. Uh, but there's other options, too, for Dave Roberts in the club. But there's no doubt it's going to be a big loss and and, and somebody that, that really plays well this time of year. Not everybody plays well the month of October, but Max has been somebody that is a key contributor and somebody that's not a, not afraid to take a walk if, if necessary or, or he can make you get a new ball all the same. <laughs> and, and, Ned, Mookie Betts has played great in October in the past. Corey Seager was the World Series MVP last year. But the guy who scares me most is Justin Turner because he always seems to do something in the postseason. Well, there's only one Reggie Jackson. But if you had a Mr. October for this franchise, it'd be JT. Um, He leads in almost every category. And granted, players today play more games in the postseason than they than they did 15 years ago, 25, 30 years ago, 50 years ago. But at the same time, just because you play games don't mean that you're going to hold records. You've got to still be productive. And he is a clutch, clutch hitter this time of year. One of the leaders of the club, uh, we signed him as a non, non-tendered minor league free agent, actually, was, a, was non-tendered by the Mets. And had a bad knee, so he changed a major league deal into a minor league deal many years ago now, and he's been one of the best players on the club, one of the best players in the league for a long time, along with leadership qualities. But he was another one that looks forward to this month of October. That's one of the things about the Dodgers that most teams don't have. They have the October experience. Nothing phases them. They know what it feels like. They know what they're up against, and they handle it typically very well. Ned, let's take that same perspective, but from the Dodgers to the Cardinals. Their offense as a collective got really hot down the stretch, but if there's one Cardinals hitter that you think could be an X factor or that could do some damage versus Max Scherzer, who do you think it is? Well, naturally in the NL West, uh, having been in this division a long time and having watched watching the damage that uh, Nolan can do or, or, or uh, Goldschmidt can do, uh, they've obviously been two great hitters coming out of this division. So we know them very, very well. But I think O'Neill has really stepped it up. And I think when you look at how he plays with the – the uh, the passion he plays with, and you have him sitting in the middle of those other two. Suddenly now you've got a, a really strong group that that hits obviously adjacent to each other. So I'd probably say O'Neill at this stage. Ned Coletti, former Dodgers GM, now pre and post game host on Sportsnet LA, with us on 101 ESPN. And Ned, I look at that Dodger bullpen, and the names are different than they have been over the years. Blake Trinan had a great year for them. Phil Bickford had a really good year. What inning is it that the Cardinals need to be in the lead by? If they're behind after six and Scherzer is out of the game, do the Cardinals have a chance? 
Well, I think if it's a one-run game, you've always got a chance. If the Cardinals happen to be down by multiple runs, I think when you get to that inning, I think it'll be tough. I think the Dodgers can lock it down, and they can they can lock certainly one game down in a variety of ways. Uh, you may see uh, Julio Urias, who closed out the uh, pennant-winning game a year ago and also the World Series. You may see him in that pen. Uh, Alex Vesey, another young pitcher like Bickford, who was uh, let go by other teams. Uh, traded by other teams that that obviously were, were losing ninety some games. Uh, in the case of Vissia, it was was uh, moved by by the Marlins. They have really developed. You got Kenley at the end, who's been excellent since the middle of July when he had a couple tough nights. He's been terrific. Trina, you already mentioned. You got you got Vesia, you got Bickford, you got former Cardinal Joe Kelly, you got Julio. You've got a lot of different options late in the game. So I just named six right there, and all of them have got high quality pitches and have been in leverage, high leverage situation. There's a pretty good crew right there. If you've got to get yourself two innings, three innings worth of outs, Dave Roberts will have a lot of different chances to go left, right to, to figure out what he's got to do. Ned, when we're looking at this here in St. Louis and trying to assign reasons to why the Cardinals will win this game, a lot of people point to momentum and they point to pressure. The Dodgers, obviously the defending World Series champions, they're a team that has been really sound all season long. And the Cardinals kind of came out of nowhere and got really hot at the right time. Do you put any stock into momentum or any stock into pressure on one team or another when you approach a game like this? Uh, a little bit, but I think you're you're talking about professionals on both sides. So, I think some of that levels off uh, as you start to get into a game. I think you'll see, most likely in this game, a lot of different opportunities for momentum to get established, and how long either team can keep that that piece of momentum, and how long they can drive it to to continue to uh, in, increase that. I think that is is how these games end up playing out. I think the Dodgers. Uh, in some ways, are playing with the house's money compared to uh, the giant. The Cardinals are probably playing with the house's money compared to the Dodgers with 106 wins. Uh, obviously, Dodgers are, are built for October, built to win October. Uh, Cardinals obviously came on so strong at the end and and earned the opportunity that they have in front of them. But I think that uh, these games typically will take on their own tenor, their own pace, and depends on on how the top of the first inning goes and then how the bottom of the first inning goes. And teams will look to establish some momentum and then try and continue to pile onto that. But chances are in this game, especially with the shadows at, at that time of day in Dodger Stadium, I think that that little I think the momentum will be probably small doses and probably go back and forth for a little while. A couple more things for Ned Coletti, former Dodgers GM, now of Sportsnet LA. We've done this interview and haven't even mentioned Trey Turner. And I've watched a lot of him, Ned, with both the Nationals and the Dodgers. And you look at his numbers and you say, man, he's terrific. To me, he's one of those guys, though, he's even better when you watch him play all the time. Well, he's, he's a unique talent. I mean, I appreciated him from afar. Uh, but when I had a chance to see him for the last two months, he is a real unique talent in what he can do. When I, I've scouted for a long time, and you've got players with excellent speed. You've got guys that can then flat out run. But to have power to go along with speed is a bit of a unique component, and that's what he has. And 
not only that, but you're talking about the batting champion of the league. So you've got somebody who knows how to hit different situations, somebody that's got great speed and utilizes it to get that batting average where he got it, but also hit two grand slams in the last weekend, ended up with 28, 29 home runs for the year, some of it hitting leadoff, some of it hitting third. Unique, unique talent. Moved to second base, didn't say a word, just went to work, learning kind of a new position for him, middle of the infield, uh, type of player, center of the diamond type. So really an excellent player. When you think about uh, the point of being a batting champion and also leading the league in stolen bases, the last Dodger who did that did it in 1949, and that was Jackie Robinson. So a unique skill set for Trey Turner. He's outstanding. Hey, before we let you go, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, allow St. Louis fans, the St. Louis audience, to hear what you think of Yadier Molina. Well, I've said it on the air in the last few days. Uh, You've got a battery that is excellent and really is smart at what they do. I think um, Molina's probably the the smartest, most in-tune catcher uh, of this era. I can remember in those series that we started the conversation in the 213-214 series, how any time we had a rally going, we had something cooking, he would figure out a way to, quote, stop the game. Walking to the mound, walking halfway to the mound, having a conversation with a hitter, doing different things that you don't see a lot of catchers do. He knows how to call a game. He can he can read situations. I think that is uh, a great compliment to both Wainwright and him, that they've been in sync for so long. They know each other so well, and they're going to know the Dodgers very, very well. They just played them a few weeks ago, but they, they can read reports, and they can watch video and look at analytics. I think that's... Uh, that's a huge combination for St. Louis. Maybe the one of the best combinations you'll find in, in the sport today, those two players. Ned, it's always great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Enjoy this game, and uh, we'll be talking down the road. All right. All the best. Hey, Hope you have a fun evening tonight, yeah. but not that much. By the way, <laughs> who'd you get in your, with your first-round pick last night? I got a guy named uh, Panarin. You may have heard of him. He, he plays with the Rangers. I don't know. He's pretty good. You'll you'll have a, another good <laughs> year. <laughs> hey, take care. Have a great day. Thanks, Ned. See you later. Thank you, pal. Bye-bye. See, see him. Ned Coletti, former Dodgers GM with us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? 
Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.